everyone, and welcome to Real Unstructured, where we bring you inspirational spotlights to keep you radical, empowered, authentic, and living in the word. I am your host, Narissa, and this is a platform designed for millennials to showcase their God-given talents and gifts with the world who have used unconventional, unapologetic, and unstructured means to pursue their dreams. Now, I have to tell you, our guest for today, she's really family, and I'm biased. I call her E, but everybody knows her as Erica Waller. So give it up, everybody. Hey, Erica. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. I appreciate it. You know, of course, I would love to have done this in person, but the pandemic has messed us all over. 2020. <laughs> yeah. We're going to chop it up to 2020. <laughs> but Erica, you have started a dance studio. So please tell me about your dance studio. Tell the viewers about your dance studio and how it came about. Yeah, so um, I am the proud owner and director of the Quinn Center for Performing Arts. Um, so this has kind of just been a, you know, I got like a passion of mine. Um, I danced all my life. I started dancing at the age of, I think, two or three. Um, and it just became something that I really was into. Um, dancing and performing has always just been, you know, something really important to me. And um, I wanted to do something um, in the realm of dance and performing arts, but I just didn't know what. <laughs> um, and kind of as I went through my career with being a social worker, getting my degrees in social work and all that, I realized I could combine the two worlds. Um, and so I opened my studio, uh, the Quinn Center for Performing Arts, uh, as a way to be an impact for youth in the city of Philadelphia, um, to help them be able to process through, you know, difficulties going on in life and just the struggles of adolescence and all of that crazy stuff while doing something fun like dancing. So that's kind of how it came to be. <laughs> Gotcha. Now, Quinn Studios, tell everybody about the name. Of course, I know about the name, but tell everybody else that's watching about how you came up with the name Quinn Studios. Yeah, so when I was in about third grade, um, my aunt adopted a little boy named Quinn, um, and I was so excited. Uh, this was my first cousin, um, so, you know, I was, like, really excited to have somebody to play with, and you know, to grow up with. It's, it was me and my sister for all the years up until then. So it was really exciting time for my family. Um, and unfortunately, two years later, um, he passed away due to complications of meningitis. And that was a really, really, really traumatic experience for me. Um, it was the biggest loss that I had experienced in my life up to that point. Um, and I struggled with it. Um, it was really, really, really hard for me. I remember even in high school, still struggling with that loss and not really knowing how to process through everything. Um, but one of the things that always kept me grounded and always kept me feeling encouraged and happy and feeling like things were okay was dance and performing arts. And as I, you know, thought about what to name my studio, I couldn't think of anything better than to dedicate it to Quinn um, because in a way, I feel like had I not experienced his loss, I'm, I might not have been doing this and impacting um, kids and, and really trying to make a difference in this way. So, you know, naming it after him is kind of my way of keeping his legacy 
going on. Um, but also, you know, thanking him for, you know, his life, even though it was like two short years. I mean, the impact that he had on me was so tremendous that I named a whole studio after him. So that's how I came up with the name. He meant and continues to mean so much to me. And I wanted to make sure that I could carry on his legacy um, and impact others the way he impacted me. Wow, that is such a touching story. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Now, of course, I told y'all he's really family. Uh, she's like my cousin. But um, so if you guys don't know her, she is the preacher's daughter, one of the two, uh, to my uncle Al, Alan Waller, who is the pastor of Enon Tabernacle Baptist Church, one of the megachurches there in Philly. So E, tell everybody just briefly, you know, what does being a PK mean? How, how is that, especially in this world of, you know, dance and, and what we do on the side and our secular jobs? What does, what is that like? So it's been very interesting. I mean, being a PK in general is, it comes with its own stuff. <laughs> it comes with a whole bunch of stuff. Um, but it's been very interesting, um, you know, being a PK and running a business. Um, I find that, uh, I think a lot of, for me, you know, because my dad's church is really large in the city of Philadelphia, a lot of my dancers are also members of the church or people who come from the church. So there's always that, you know, oh, that's Pastor Waller's daughter, Erica, not, you know, the director of the studio. So like, I, I face a lot of those um, issues, but for the most part, and I, I try to make that divide very clear um, because I, I like, you know, as a PK, you always live in the shadow, right? It's just, you always live in the shadow. But <laughs> um, I've been very clear um, from my perspective at my studio about trying to make sure that I, I am Erica Lynn, the director, and not Erica Waller, because I think it's very easy for people to confuse the two. But I, I really try just to be like, no, my, I'm Erica, <laughs> just Erica, um, without the Waller sometimes. No disrespect to my dad. I love him. He's a great man. But I think, um, you know, I really wanted this to be mine and not something that people just thought that, oh, this is just Pastor Waller's daughter doing something else and we're just going to support because it's her. I wanted them to support because, you know, it's a professional studio where, where people are learning and growing and developing. So, I mean, it plays a part, <laughs> but, you know, I try my best to, you know, be me. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, I'm, you know, we're all PKs. Well, right. <laughs> we're PKs here. And so those boundaries, those lines, I'm trying to tell you, Critical, critical. So um, back to the studio, is there a particular age range that you work with with your studio? So uh, we actually start at age two and go all the way up to 18. So we have the smallest and the cutest little thing all the way up through those crazy teenage years that uh, get very interesting. But we work with, uh, so basically from two to 18. Gotcha, now what styles of dance do you teach at the studio? Yeah, so um, I teach ballet, jazz, hip hop, contemporary. Um, I do a musical theater class because, you know, performing, that's just my thing. Um, and I do teach praise there and we're actually starting acro this year. So wow. 
Now, all the different genres, you started talking about it a little bit. I want you to dig a little deeper. So tell them a little bit of your backstory about your dance history and where you went to school and all that, because you just said you have a whole lot of experience in dance. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so uh, when I started dancing, my mom put my sister and I into, it's called the Children's Ballet. Um, and it was one of the, um, you know, I feel like everybody who has a little girl is like, oh, you're going to go to ballet. <laughs> um, so I started um, just doing ballet. Um, and then throughout my life, I, I've taken tap, jazz, modern, um, hip hop. You know, I took a lot of different styles at different studios. I I dabbled in a lot of different studios in Philadelphia, um, but I also had the opportunity to perform with um, and train with a Broadway training group called um, in Philadelphia. I worked with them in New York. I worked with them in Los Angeles. And through working with them, I was actually able to work with different um, choreographers, Broadway professionals, um, which was really uh, helpful for my career because I have all of these experiences, um, not just from the studios in Philly, but from um, different states and different, um, you know, backgrounds. So I actually was able to work with one of the uh, choreographers on So You Think You Can Dance, which is pretty awesome to be able to say as a dancer. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> So I've, I've had that studio training, but I've also had um, the Broadway training. Um, and, you know, I like to just combine all of that into what I do. So, Gotcha. Now, we have to know, because COVID is rampant right now, it's crazy. We have multiple pandemics going on from racial inequality and injustice, which we won't get into that, but COVID and, man, so a dance studio with COVID, like, E, how you do that? Like, tell us how this COVID is affecting you and what is going on with the studio. Listen, it has been a journey. It has truly been a journey. I, I've gone through the emotional roller coaster through this whole thing. I mean, it's been difficult. What I did, um, so I think it was like March the 13th, um, we stopped teaching um, in the studio and went to Zoom. Um, so I was a little early on the Zoom, <laughs> the Zoom craze. Uh, we stopped, like I said, March the 13th, and I think the 15th, we were up and running on Zoom. Um, and I've been doing Zoom classes since then. The kids, some of them are like, oh, it's okay. Some of them are like, I hate it. And I get it. Um, I can't imagine learning through Zoom. I mean, maybe it's just because when I was growing up, there was no Zoom to learn from, but um, it's been a, a challenge, but it's also been very interesting because I think it helped me think through my program. You know, I, I'm a program right now that is in the city of Philadelphia. Um, but after this, well, while being in this whole thing with COVID-19, I'm like, well, I could be teaching people in other states, you know, like it doesn't have to stop here. Um, so it's been challenging. Um, it's been tiring, uh, but it's also been pretty, uh, pretty cool too. We've produced a couple virtual performances through this and, um, posted them. And, uh, one of them made the news here, which was awesome. <laughs> um, so that's fun. And we're actually, um, on 
Saturday and Sunday, the kids are coming into the studio in small groups to record their pieces in costume. And we're going to be live stream. Well, it's not, it's going to be pre-recorded, but we're going to be streaming um, our full recital because our recital got messed up in all of this. So, you know, we're finding creative ways to continue to dance. Um, and what I've been telling um, all of my dancers is like, you know, this is just something to show you that like, you don't have to stop. Things might get thrown your way, but there's always a way to figure it out. There's always a way to stay connected, um, even when we're so disconnected. So Absolutely. it's been a challenge though, <laughs> it's been a challenge. Look, I am not envious at all of being in your shoes, okay? You <laughs> all, all the props to you and I'll keep praying for you. Oh, now tell you. us, um, if, if somebody were to say, you know what, I love to dance too, and I have a dream and a desire to open up my own studio, whether ballet, jazz, tap, how, what advice would you give to somebody who's trying to do what you're doing right now? What advice would you give them? The first thing I would say is don't give up. I mean, if you want to do it, go for it. Don't give up. It gets hard. I mean, the dance world, is it's very competitive out there. There's so many. I know in Philadelphia, there's dance studios almost on like every corner. Um, but one of the things that I would, I would say is be true to who you are. Establish what you want to establish and the kids will come. Don't try to be, you know, something that you're not just to attract people. Um, if you have 15 people in your studio, then you'll have the best studio with 15 kids that work for your vision. Um, but I think one of the things that I struggled with is like looking at all these studios out there and I'm like, how did they get a hundred kids? How did they get this? How did they get that? And I had to realize, you know, I have to be true to who Erica is and what Erica's vision for this studio is. Um, and I can't look at what other people are doing and try to try to emulate that. You know, what I have is precious, it's special. Um, and those who want to be a part are going to be a part. So I would just say, stay true to who you are. Um, stick to your vision, your mission, and, and the kids will come. Absolutely. That's great advice. Now, I have to know, is there anything upcoming that we should keep a lookout for? What does Quinn Studios have in store for us? I mean, you should definitely look out for this recital we're about to stream. I think it's going to be awesome. <laughs> um, this is the first time we're doing something like this. So um, I think it's going to be great. Uh, so definitely look out for that. Um, but other than that, I mean, we've had, uh, during this time, we've been submitting um, some of our dancers for virtual competitions. And so far, we have two first place winners. Um, so we'll be doing some more of that. <laughs> Um, and I know that a lot of our events um, in uh, Philadelphia are going virtual now. So like our parades and things like that, that we have previously um, participated in. Um, so we're just waiting and seeing what we'll be called on to do and seeing how we'll be able to do these things differently um, due to the impact of COVID-19. So, you know, we, we're working, we're trying our best to, to keep dancing and keep moving and um, we'll see. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, lastly, E, how can people reach you? How can they get in contact with you if they wanted to follow up with you, if they wanted to get into Quinn? Do you have a website, social media platforms? Tell them how they can get in contact. Yeah, so we are on um, Facebook, Instagram, uh, at the Quinn Center. Um, we also have a website. It's just thequinncenter.org. 
Um, and you can find us there. We're always posting something. Something's always going on. So make sure to check us out. Thank you. Well, you all heard it. A phenomenal young adult leader who took her God-given passion and desires, what she loved doing, and is now doing it for herself and allowing her passion to work for her. And so you all, please reach out to Erica, um, not only pray for her, but to also go by and see her website, social media platforms, and let's support what she's doing with Quinn Studios. Thanks, Eve, for joining. Thanks for having me. Now it is time for our Rebel Faith moment. Erica mentioned in her interview about how one of the key advices is to always be yourself, but to keep going, to never stop your dreams, to keep going to accomplish that which you want to, uh, to get to. And, and 1 Corinthians 9.24 says, let us not be weary in doing good, for in the proper time we will reap the harvest if we do not give up. That is key to whatever it is in life that you want to do, that you want to accomplish, that you want to achieve. Never give up. God has given us the grace and the sufficiency to be able to keep going. I, I, love the, I love that scripture because to not give up means that I have help on my side. I have help on my side and God is the present help that I need. He's the one that's going to be there for me to be able to give me the energy, to give me the right attitude, to give me the right mentality to keep going a little while longer. So please take this time just to stop to de-stress and to say, you know what? I can't give up. God, I know that you're with me. I know that you have me in the palm of your hand. And so whatever seems way above my head, I know it's under your feet. God has you and he's gonna make sure that you prosper because he has nothing. He says, the plans that I have for you will prosper and not harm you. They are plans to give you a hope and a future. That's in Proverbs. He has plans for you. And so don't give up. Whatever you're facing right now, if it seems so difficult and you're frustrated, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed out, you have anxiety, don't give up. Take heed from those words by Erica and those words, that verse from 1 Corinthians. Don't give up. God bless you.